Welcome to Offstage with Jordan Baylor, where you'll discover the stories behind movers and shakers in the entertainment and business world. Now here's your host, Jordan Baylor. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Offstage with Jordan Baylor. Today we have Ezla Lewis, a young Houston fashion entrepreneur whose latest venture, Palacos, a streetwear brand taking over the Houston, Texas scene, is what I like to call a social media company. It's got 100% of its traction, fan base, and sales on Instagram and Instagram alone. When you meet Ezla Lewis, you understand why people gravitate towards him and his ideas. He has this engaging charm that can't be taught and a genuine wanting to help that's extremely infectious. His brand has an avid fan base who buy, help, and spread the good word of Palacos. In the interview, we discuss how to build an entirely social media brand, how to have a cult-like following, work ethic, and we went into detail on how he secured business partners for his clothing venture. Without further ado, Here's Ezla Lewis. Hello. <laughs> he is the CEO, founder, lead designer of Palacos, based out of Houston, Texas. Um, he's currently stocked at a proper location. Is this the only location? No, there's two locations in Long Beach, California, and this is just one location in Houston. So you're, you're currently exclusively stocked in, in this, Houston. In Houston. Yeah, stocked, okay. Yeah. And uh, he makes his home base out of Houston as well, and yes. he does... Arigato Studios, which yeah. is his photography company, and he also does Pink Milk, which is his uh, music. Music, what is that? Uh, like, like a music venture. It's a music venture, <laughs> it's a music sort venture. of like a record label. Record label kind of uh, event coordinate. It's still in the um, processes of it, but we do like different like listening parties once in a while. Okay, <laughs> so what makes Ezra special is he's a very uh, multifaceted artist who has his fingers in a lot of pots, multi-identical, a lot yes. of talent, and he does all of it extremely well. Thank you. So uh, first question is, who is Ezla Lewis? Uh, Ezla Lewis is, uh, I guess, a character I created for myself that creates different things and uses different outlets in the creative world to, I guess, like, you know, try to live off of it in a, in a sense, yeah. He's a character. He's a character. He's a character. So does that help you create better? Definitely, like, cause you know, like, like you know, my my real name King Ezra is just more like a, someone that wants to go out and just do whatever he wants, creating cre creatively. You know, nice. whatever I carefree, think of, carefree. Yeah, whatever uh. I love to do, like, I'll just do it. King is more, you know. To himself, just kind of like yes or yes, ma'am, kind of polite uh, kid. <laughs> okay, so it's like your Superman to your Clark Kent. Exactly. Of. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, what is the origin story of Palicos? Um, I moved to Houston about four years ago from Yokosuka, Japan, and I started working retail at Hollister, and I, I, that's the first retail job I ever had, and I fell in love with retail systems, like mm -hmm. how you know merchandising certain products you have to do to make it sell, how to like. I guess like faux certain things certain ways like in design processes mm -hmm. and I fell in love with that and I figured out like I want to have my own brand so I googled and researched different things to like create a, my own brand and it popped to me it's just like there's no fashion shows in Houston that's something that I can get attention real fast off of doing fashion so you wanted so, to like organize shows yeah I just wanted to organize shows to get attention for a brand that I wanted to do 
Yeah. Okay, so you were gonna your your idea was originally to start putting together shows, and then from there you would learn learn what you needed to launch your own own brand on fashion. Exactly. Brand. Yeah. Oh, okay. like we needed a customer, so we yeah. needed a fan base. <laughs> like, we needed somebody to we needed sell the clothes. Somebody too. to sell the. Oh, okay. can you wave at them? If you don't mind? We need hello, welcome. We needed someone to like wait. We needed someone to like you know have attention towards so like we had our first fashion show at this place called buffalo soldier museum like 20 people showed up mm. but those 20 people are like super close to me like i love them all and like you know have being from there to now it's like a, it's like a whole big it's like a whole big i guess jump for sure yeah wow yeah so my question is uh creatively you do so many things mm -hmm. um with the brand yeah. why is it not just fashion focused uh, I think I don't ever want to, I don't want people to be inspired by not just like, just one thing. Like mm -hmm. you can do multiple things that you can do. And fashion is so broad to me now. Like fashion is so broad now, like musically or, you know, fashion wise or photography wise. Like you can intertwine everything through a fashion house now mm -hmm. and make it still look cool. You know so you like I mean? to see like those fashion brands that do a short film. Short films, yeah. I like, I like create like, clothes are cool, but they can get boring sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if we can give opportunities for ourselves or someone else to like create content, whether like you said, short films or, or little lookbooks or like, you know, photo books, like book, photo books or anything, like whatever outlet we can do creatively to make the brand more relevant to mm -hmm. the public, I'll do anything I can to you know, capitalize off that. Wow, <laughs> I, I like that, I like that. Um, how do you structure your day to day with so many different things mm -hmm. going on? You know, you want to do, a, you know, right. like you say, like you kind of do whatever pops in your head. Sort right. Of. Yeah. So how do you know not to get distracted on putting together, a, a, working on a lookbook versus putting together like an event? Like, right. how do you structure your day to day? Google Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Really? Google Calendar. Download that app right now. <laughs> this is not an app. But that app is like the ultimate. I, I have to, I schedule my day daily so I can like, you know, from, from work, like, how you said to the best way to I guess like capture it uh -huh. is through Google Calendar like I just like set different um, time slots of like what things I have to do it's like an agenda on your phone wow. like, remember in school when we had agendas and it was like time slotted like yeah you gotta go to math at 7 to 8 30 yeah you gotta do this at from this time like I literally like school my, so you like stretch school. your life kind of like, like school. elementary school yeah like sense. like if I was yeah, yeah. Uh, elementary school to the max <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, you, I mean, it works you, you, you know, learn structure you 100 I, I can't lie like I left school and I haven't really looked back yeah no, I feel that so I'm kind of like learning like <laughs> Like how to be productive and how to make my time right. uh, work. So how do you do you do you work in batches or or how do you work? Do you I, so I do like I work daily. Like I so like one day I'll just do palco stuff and proper. Mm. The next day I'll probably do arigato stuff and then proper. Oh. And the other day on Wednesday I'll do like arigato stuff then palco. And the next day I'll do like all proper all day. Like I just like schedule depending on the demand of what needs to happen like, mm -hmm. from our deadlines. Like I just kind of structure like which is more, uh, I spend more time on what's more prioritized in our deadline schedules. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is the ultimate vision of Palicos and, and, and how did it come to you? Is it like always evolving or Yeah, what? the ultimate vision, the ultimate goal and vision for Palicos is to be like a beam of light, a beam of optimism through fashion mm -hmm. or, you know, creative outlets. Like Palicos literally means positivity, creativity, and belief. Mm. And our mission is to just be able to spread optimism as much as we can. Like, whether if it's just talking about 
the clothes or just telling someone having a good day. Like if you're involved in Palicos, you kind of smile just because you know that we're all for optimism. So that's something I want to like be able to, I guess, communicate through the world through my brand. brand. Yeah. So like I remember on your 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 shirt cards or, or a piece, it says like smile more. Or yeah, or, smile more. Yeah, smile, yeah, smile more. more. Yeah, yeah smile more. Smile more. Drink more water. Drink more yeah. almond milk. Like we have like we have, we go through different phases of like when we send out cards and stuff. It'll say like smile more or read more or like do this more like certain little things like that. So so just like little tidbits that kind of help the consumer. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Be more engaged. Like we really want to focus on in more engaging kind of things. I, I like that. I like that. And, and it kind of goes into the sense like you always have that idea of like come camaraderie yes. and involvement Definitely. with uh, the way you work. Right. So uh, what are some of the brand values that you incorporate into your work? Brand values that we incorporate into our work. Uh, definitely, number one, definitely spreading optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, work ethic, like constantly doing something, whether if it's like us taking a picture or us designing something, we're always trying to do, if we can work 5% onto the company, I know we do more than that, but if we can, if we can do something daily, at least five percent to develop the company into a better standing. Like mm-hmm. that, to me, is like I guess. But that, that kaizen yeah. method. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, yeah, one percent better. One percent better day. every day. Yeah, ah, that's okay. you know, that's yeah. that's how it is. All right. So um, you were telling me that you're in school for yes. like fashion retail, so you're yeah, always yes. like learning how to put together Definitely, clothing yeah. construction yes. and things like that. Yeah, I'm in school right now. Yeah. So um, <laughs> can you? T- you know, you started a fashion brand and you don't even know how to put together like all the clothes. No. Can you talk about yeah. like? starting something without having it all figured out because right. like so many people get stuck, stuck when they have an yeah, idea definitely. and it just kind of seems like you had an idea when you were working you were like folding clothes yeah and, what was it hollister hollister yeah you were jeans. Like, i can have a fashion brand yeah, i'm starting a fashion brand yeah. and then like a week later you had a fashion brand fashion, yeah yeah so and it's like a he, fashion show yeah it's not yeah exactly i'm starting a fashion show i don't know how to put together right. but i'm figuring it, figure out. it out yeah can you talk more about like okay do you work like that or you just yeah. jump in or i just like so with the first time when I first ever did it, it was just a literal jump in. Like that's when I realized, like, oh, you could just do it if you kind of Google stuff. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like uh, when, for the first step was like, okay, I need to find clothes to make. And the first thing I did was like go to different like mom and pop shops in the area of Houston. I was like, how can I make clothes? I came up with them to them and like, I don't know. I want. I have a brand, but I don't know how to make clothes. And they, some of them were like, oh whatever but this one shouts out miss uh, lita from best amigos embroidery in, in humble wow. she kind of taught me like the ropes of all these things and that's what we got in that's why we got into embroidery like she only did embroidery at first and i was like that's fine if as long as i can put my brand name on something uh-huh. that's all i need you know yeah so like she kind of taught me though like how to like um you know buy wholesale from different like companies and like how to like figure out how to design certain things. And I use everything off PowerPoint because of her. Uh, she only knew how to do PowerPoint. Really, okay, yeah. Right. And I was like, you can do all this off PowerPoint? You know, like design and do all that stuff. So after that, I kind of like ran with it. And like to, to formulate a fashion show, I watched like every day. There was a point in my life every day because I was going to SFA school at SFA Stephen F. Austin for a yeah. minute at the library every day for like two hours. I used to just watch like documentaries or like videos of fashion shows and like the behind the scenes fashion shows. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know how the, on YouTube, if you look up fashion shows, they have like those different like videos and stuff. Yeah, those are like, yeah. I just watch those and I, I just kind of implement. I just basically copied everything that I saw and just did it with the things I had. 
know, like for models, I just pick found different models that wanted to model that I knew that they've always wanted to model. It's like, hey, do you want to walk this fashion show? Yeah, you know, and like stuff like that. Kind of just like using all my resources that I had, but kind of being inspired or copying stuff that people's already done. Doing your version, doing of my that. version of that. Exactly, I, I like that. Thank you. I like that. I love that. Man. <laughs> That's like such a, a independent. Filmmaker's mindset, yeah. Like you know, just it, like, yeah, that's I don't, true. I don't. I mean, that's like the mindset you'd have to it have. To you be do like an independent or independent artist, artist story. Yeah, yeah but it just independent filmmaking immediately popped in my head, head. Yeah, when you were like, I just you know, I saw an actor. And, you know, well, he looks like Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> he looks like Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I shoot him for the right angle. Yeah, or, yeah. Or whatever. That's true. So, how did you start to gain traction once you started your brand? Uh, social media. Like when I said, like the reason why we did fashion shows was because I knew that there wasn't fashion shows being posted on the internet in Houston yet, like that. Like it wasn't, it didn't look cool. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't see anything at you the moment. You didn't see anything yeah. that you wanted to buy I from. wanted, yeah, and period, I didn't even see it. Mm. You know what I mean? And I've always wanted to go to a fashion, like fashion shows and stuff like that and be involved. So when Instagram started getting more popping and like, not, I said popping, don't let me say that. <laughs> <laughs> when Instagram got more, you know, attention and like the social media range came up, I was like, okay, we need to post this brand every single day. Like my goal for a year, like in 2016, I just wanted to post Palicos every single day or try to uh. every single day. So then I, that's what got us like, we're really a social media based brand. Like, So you built the, you learned consistency, consistency through forcing yourself. 100%. And then when we like do events and stuff, yeah. like we used to always make sure that anyone that came to us knew about us yeah. and followed us in some kind of form or fashion uh, yeah like whether it's instagram twitter um you don't have facebook but so uh, you found online. your audience digitally then digitally 800 percent. wow 800 percent. all of fans every fan every person i know on palicos is i knew for, digitally no digitally so what are your keys for somebody that like wants to build a brand say i mean it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be like a fashion yeah. brand social media wise how should they start and what do they need to do? Be super interactive. Like with your, with the, like if you, when you start at Instagram, you're at zero. Mm -hmm. So when people start following you, just DM them and be like, thank you for following this account. Or like, like their pictures. You don't have to follow them, but you can like their pictures. You know what I mean? Make them feel like you care in a sense as much as, as much as you can. Like as a brand, it's cool to have zero followers. Yeah. But if you can be zero followers and DM your followers and like, like their pictures, 10 times cooler, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just like, that's interactive. You're bringing them in your world. And bringing them in my world, yeah. Ah. Like, I want to show that interact. Like that. That's the easiest, that's one of the easiest things you can do. Being consistent and don't post like weird, ugly things that you know that wouldn't look good. Like, I don't know. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Make you know, something pretty. Yeah, like yeah. you know that, that yeah. camera felt like, you know that camera was dirty. Like wipe off the smudge off the camera. Yeah. Like, you know, a little, care. Like, care a little bit at least. A little know? bit, a little at, bit least. at least. Like people don't be caring when they post. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> so um, what are your sources of uh, motivation? Like where do you go to refill because it seems like it takes a lot out of you to, uh, to constantly yeah. be outpouring you know all the Definitely. shows and the clothes right. and everything so how do you refill um and, and, and i have a lot of refillers um books like uh the magic uh the secret talking to my sister talking to my mom and who my wrote dad. the magic Rhonda Bryan. Okay. Right. genius if you have never seen the secret i feel like you should watch it it's on netflix it's like kind of like teaches you how to be mentally more focused or like kind of stronger and thinking about the best outcomes, like it's kind of like the ultimate uh, law of attraction. Yeah. Book. And then the the magic is written by the same author, but the magic is like the magic word is thank you. 
that's like how to attract even more success and more mental like grief to you like through so thank you for answering that thank you (laughs) thank you for having me i did not know that no albert einstein said thank you a hundred times a day like he made sure he said thank you a hundred times a day just through interactions just through interactions so the world can give him more like i guess answers we still know him we still know him yeah Yeah. something worked (laughs) i love that so um you throw events all the time yes and you started with like no audience. None, yeah. How did you do it? And what are like some tips somebody could, if they want to step into like event planning for their brand or their show, rap show or throw a music show or whatever sort, how do I go to an event with, with, what what, what do I do? Um, The best thing when you want to start events is kind of just like make it valuable for the people coming. Like you can throw any kind of event, but there has to be some sort of value for that customer. Mm. And once you figure that part out- It can't just it, be like, hear me rap. Yeah, hear me rap. But it, it needs to be like, hear me rap and also watch this art installation. Um, hear me rap and look at this um, new up and coming designer fashion that's having a pop-up. You know, yeah. There's more things like, it's cool to just have your own show. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But if you can make it more interactive and give other people opportunities to, come in in the same field and do the same thing like you're gonna attract so much more like when you go to festivals Mm -hmm. there's just a whole bunch of random things that activate the artists like whether if it's merch whether if it's like um little shops or like little cafes or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. like they're all activating the artists so people feel more entitled to be there like they're like oh since there's a coffee shop or a little matcha bar i'm cool to stay here too like you know just like making more things interactive for your consumers is the number one thing that you should think about trying to throw events super key customer service super key second make a good flyer good flyer make a good flyer it just needs to be simple make it simple it doesn't have to be too much either you know? yeah like it doesn't need to be like i mean if that's your if your style is like too much uh-huh. cool but if i can't even see where the address is i'm not going okay you so, know what so I, mean? I got the people out how do I book the event? Because that's always the hardest oh, part. Is booking a lot of the event. Booking events. I yeah. always wanted to know how do I position myself uh, to Google Space Events yeah. or, or Google like event spaces on around your city, and just go visit the spaces or call them or email the event coordinators and tell them what you're doing. If you can pitch an idea to event coordinators, they might even give you the space for free. They might want to sponsor your event, you know, because they're like, oh, that's cool. That's going to attract a different kind of crowd. Or I believe in your vision. Or just figure out how much it is. Like, there's different ways to not manipulate. I guess, yeah, manipulating how to In your favor, I guess. Yeah, in your favor. Yeah, Yeah. like, if you got to make sure that you're bringing a value to them, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you see an event space, like, they're not too social media. It's synergy, man. It's not really manipulation. No, synergy. That's a better word. That's a better word. Synergy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say manipulation. Yeah. (laughs) Synergy. (laughs) Word usage. But, yeah, no, it is is a synergy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, because it's not manipulation. Manipulation, yeah. Because it's like, sometimes I want to go to an event, but I, I or throw an event, but yeah. I don't necessarily have a huge following. Right. Or, you know, Yo. I was like, what are the, you know, putting together a show Putting together a show. Yeah. So you put together a show mm-hmm. recently with the, our, with your, Arigato for, Studios. Yeah, with your yes. photography, Arigato yes. Studios. Yes. So tell me how did that come about and, 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 and describe to me what the show was because I, I didn't yeah, make it out, neither it was, did the listeners. Yeah, so. it was super, honestly, it was probably one of my most interactive and one of my most favorite shows I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the idea came about with Kerry, uh, my friend Kerry. I went to his, like, he had like an art show one day and we just clicked and we started talking about Japan and I was telling, I was showing him my film pictures and he was showing me his. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, hey, 
let's bring like a film let's bring a we'd because we both do film too yeah and let's let's um have a studio he's a photographer he's a photographer yeah he's okay. he's like a photographer for real for real like, he for does real? it does it okay. for real Carrie Fagan shout out Carrie Fagan but um Oh yeah, and we're just like, hey, let's come together and throw like an event, like like a gallery space. Mm-hmm. Called Adi got the studios. We, you know, created a system to get interns and like kind of like created a space, and we got the space sponsored as well. Like, just like working with different art or with different. Um, How did the vision events. start for that? The vision started off of just wanting to bring Japan to Houston, oh. and that's what we did. So uh-huh. like we had like a library center in one. So you area. missed home, and you were like, I want to share. Yeah, I want to share home. Yeah, yeah I want to give people opportunity. I want people to envision home more. You mm. know, everyone wants to go to Japan, but there's no opportunity of like absorbing it except mm-hmm. the internet. But like, there's so much more to Japan than the internet. So like what we did was like we showed like exclusive films from one of these directors that went to Japan and shot a film there. Um, we had like a little cute little shop, a library in the corner, but all Japanese books. Mm. And then on the walls, it was like all the photography from um, our from our like trips. Wow. Yeah, I'm really excited for the next one because we're trying to get a matcha out, like a tea place out. So it's like <laughs> cooler. <laughs> so yeah, but overall it was really cool. Oh, the number one cool thing about it though was that we made people wear these shoes, like these um shoe covers because okay. at first I was like let's make people take the shoes off like in Japan houses but then I was like people's feet stink and I don't like smells <laughs> like that and the room is kind of closed off and there's no like yeah. not. so I was like let's just do the shoe covers so they don't you know, that's super don't Japan it. right there super Japan yeah, yeah. so we're like shoe covers and all that cute cool stuff so that's what, that's what we did I love that I love that it was an experience for sure definitely a different wider demographic than what we usually work with so it was like eye opening eye opening for sure yeah Huh. So you have a uh, cult-like following for Palacos. Like, I think so. We do. Yeah, people sense, yeah. people show up and do you know like they they, they do, do things thing. for yeah. you for free. Yeah, like, I've seen people work for you. <laughs> right. but I was just like, yeah. how did you get them? And you're like, they work for free. They're just fans. And I was like, right. what? Right. Okay. So how do you how do I build a cult-like following for my brand? They're, I think all the people that we have that work with us, they're all inspired by what they love to do. I always make sure mm-hmm. when I work with someone, I know what they want to do. And then try to help them and implement certain ways of working with Palicos to mm-hmm. show them and show them the ropes of like how to do things as well. Like I think the best thing I could like, it's intern interning, honestly. It's like the ultimate interning. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how that like we provide them or we I tell them or I'll show them like the value that Palicos can bring mm-hmm. teaching wise and experiencing wise because the best teacher is experienced, and if you don't experience certain things that you want to do, you're not gonna, you know, fully succeed in that if you don't have that opportunity to do it. So like, so you're teaching through experience. Through experience, yeah, 100%. Like I think I'm, I, we teach through experience. Like, so how do you find people that, that want to do uh, this? Social media. Social media. I'll I'll just put up something like uh, interns wanted, or does anyone want to intern? And then people email us, or like I meet kids. Or people like you know from events or like from like different meetings or like meeting them at the shop, mm-hmm. and you know they'll be like, oh, I really want to intern one day or I want to work or I want to learn things. And I'm like, okay, I-, I can show you, and I can like give you the ropes of how to do it, but you just gotta put in the work because everyone wants to do something, but no one wants to put in the work. Why like, is it? I think it's just because like they when they see it, they when they see something, they're just like indulged into like what they want to see, but they don't forget like. There, you have to do stuff to, to, to make that look cool, bro. Like, you need to stay up past three to, to 
print the rest of these tote bags because you have to bring it tomorrow. Like, uh, you know, like you need to okay. like, there's like little things that you do have to wear like, and, it, and people feel very entitled. Yeah. Now, and I want to try to break that barrier of entitlement and show them like, when you love what you do, you want, you're not going to feel entitled to do anything except make whatever you love doing succeed. And so that's what we want to Where did you learn your work ethic? Um, working. <laughs> it's a simple question, simple no, answer. No, I'm kidding. Right? I'm kidding. No, I think I think I learned it from like you know watching my parents work. Like my dad has real good earth ethic. My family has good work ethic. Like mm -hmm. the people I'm inspired by, mm -hmm. all great work ethic. You know, who are you inspired by? Uh, Virgil, honestly, Virgil? <laughs> I gotta say Virgil. A very inspired Virgil. Yeah, Virgil Abloh, very inspiring. Um, yeah. Jeff Bezos is cool. I love Kanye. Work-wise, I just like work ethic. I like people. I like seeing people do things that they need to do and they love to do, and and they make it work. That inspires you. And it inspires me one hundred percent. So a lot of people have trouble finishing things. Yeah, that's a hard problem. Right. A lot of people have a million ideas. Like Definitely. They start and they go, yeah. "Oh, I got this great idea," and then they start and then they go, "Oh man, this is a lot harder than I thought." Yeah. You know, let me try this thing over here. Let me right. try this instead and put yeah. this down. I'll come back to that. Right. How do you force yourself to finish a project once you start? Because you do a lot of things, Definitely. but you also finish yeah. a lot of things. Try to, you know, I don't even feel like, yeah, I guess I do finish certain projects. I guess to complete them, mm -hmm. I just, no, deadlines are the number one things that get me. Like when I have a deadline, that's when it's like, oh, I need to finish it. Does it do you time. put deadlines on yourself? Or yeah, is on my universe putting like, deadlines It's on the you. universe and myself at the same time. So it's like when I when I know there's a trend in something or something that needs to come out a certain time, uh -huh. then I'll like stay on that, I guess. That but then sometimes I'm just like, I want people to see what I'm doing all the time. So like if the longer I take not putting it out or doing it, then yeah. the less attractive or interesting it's going to be. Wow. So like, yeah, I guess just making sure. Yeah, honestly, just making sure it just goes out. Like it just, I don't, I don't, I try not to like create hardships of like projects that I don't finish. It's more just like it's gonna, it's gonna finish one day. But I just need to put out the stuff that I need to put out now. Yeah. Like, so you kind of you follow the the deadline tactic, and yeah. then you just kind of put everything else on the shelf 100%. until that's finished. Until that's finished. Yeah. Yeah. So then, like people, like because it's like when you have multiple projects going on. Like mm -hmm. with me, I like I don't like doing one thing for the whole entire time. I like being able to put my creativity or time into like different projects constantly because like. If I'm doing this Arigato Studio project, I might have like my, this new idea of a Palicos collection might come because I'm not thinking about it mm. as hard as I would usually do, you know? So like, I guess like being indulged in different projects for me helps me a lot more mm. to be able to finish certain things for sure. So my next question is about yeah. focus then. Yes. So you put all the other stuff on the shelf and then you kind of just like focus. Mm -hmm. How long, like, when you batch work, right. how long are your, like, focus uh, times? Maybe, like, a day or two. Like, Maybe. four hours or, like, 12 hours? Probably, or, like, like, what's a work like, day? A work day for me, like, usually each project, I'll try to work at least four to five hours of it, mm -hmm. depending on the... The, like, is this four or five straight hours? Like you're not like not connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah, just, just like, no, no, just no. Working. Just like well, connected. To wi I'm always connected. To but wi not like you know what I mean. Like yeah, not YouTube. Yeah, no, probably. I probably yeah. Like I'll try to devote at least four or five hours. Like when I do Palco stuff, mm -hmm. I'll try to sit and just like trying to not get distracted off of anything and yeah. just kind of do it. But yeah, I guess like yeah, like like a four or five hour time frame. Sometimes I just I'm like for music, mm -hmm. I only spend an hour. Oh, so you do music too? Music, yeah. When I do music, I only do an hour a day, just cause like I don't. If I have an hour a day, like I'm gonna constantly want. If I don't, if I limit myself to the hour, mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna want to put out a project instantly. Uh, so like, I'm gonna work the hardest I can to make make this yeah. go out. You know, like stuff like that. So is the music thing sort of to blow off steam? Yeah, I guess. I guess music is like because I don't take it too seriously. Yeah, you so, don't really care about the outcome. Of yeah, that. it's just like I just want everything else. Hear really myself. Just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear myself in auto too. Like, <laughs> like, I want to make a cool beat and I'll listen make, to it. I like, make a cool beat yeah. and then listen to it and then design clothes. Yeah, to design it. clothes to it. Yeah, have a fashion show to it. Yeah. Like, little things like that. Yeah, right. I love that. Blow steam. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. So I guess to wrap up the interview. Um, I'm going to ask you a quick fire challenge where okay. I kind of ask you um, a word. I yeah. just say a word and you just tell me like the first thing okay. you know, that pops into your mind. Yes. Okay. So the first word is uh, integrity. Integrity. Uh, Navy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, second word is uh, failure. Failure? Yeah. What does that mean? Non-existent. Non-existent. I don't think, I don't, I mean, you can feel failure, but I don't think you'd really fail. You mm -hmm. just kind of learn. It just happens. And if you keep calling it a failure, then you're going to feel more bad about it because yeah. failure is not a good word. It's like so manipulation, not a good yeah. word. I don't, I don't, I've never felt, I've never had failure. I, I'm, it might seem like it to some people's lives, but it's all my failures in quotes yeah. are just growth and opportunity and op other open doors for me. Wow. Um, to me, I think like, problem that people think they face I think they're just beautiful open doors that you never didn't even realize because that it, when you feel in quote failure mm -hmm. you have to like transition to a whole nother thing you have to think about a whole nother way of being better well that's what you should think you know yeah. and that opens up a door so much greater than what you think that small failure would if that makes sense I love that yeah uh, diversity diversity what does that mean to you the world uh, diversity is the best thing that um, the world, that, that word is amazing. I love that word. You know what got me the job at Hollister? Using that word diversity. Mm -hmm. Funny. But uh, diversity means like just different, like um, just different energy, just like different diverse cultures, different, you know, different kinds of people. Different ideas. Different ideas, like different, yeah, ideas, that's good. Different ideas, different design, just like, just you. Just a person is diverse, you know? Oh, because there's many sides many to sides a person. Many yeah. person, so like everything is kind of diverse, yeah. I love that. Um, creativity. Creativity. Positivity and belief. I think of Palicos. When I when I hear the word creativity, I first think of Palicos. You think of Palicos. Positivity, creativity, and belief. Yeah. Success. What does that look like? What does that mean to you? Success, happiness. You're happy and you're bye. You're happy and you're just living exactly what you want to do. You're, you're doing exactly what you want to do. You wake up feeling that what you're doing is impacting your life successfully, mm -hmm. no matter what it is. And as long as you're happy, that's that's successful. That's success for sure. Limits. Limits. None. Limits. I, I don't think there is limits. I don't like. I don't like that word limit either. I mean, no, I don't like that word limit either. I have a diction. I have a personal dictionary mm -hmm. where there, there's certain words that I don't use that I'm not allowed to have or try not to use. Yeah. And limit is like something. I I don't think you should limit yourself on certain things. There's a a good limit of like, maybe like, no no no. I'm not gonna say it. nah. There's no, there's no limits. There's, <laughs> there's no, no limits, limits in anything. All right. And um, what's something you want to leave the audience with before we cut out? Uh, do what you like to do. Don't do what you like to do as long as it's helping you in your life current situation at the moment. Like not everyone is. You know, I guess in the same 
categorize certain things, but as long as you're happy and kind of doing what you need to do or feel like you need to do, mm -hmm. just keep doing it. Follow, keep following that passion and figure it out from there. There's no time limit on anything. There's no failure. So it's just you learning things and doing what you want to do. And, uh, How can the people find you? Find us on Palacos, P-A-L-A-C-O-S-E, um, on any social media website or on our clothing, com on our clothing brand. On our clothing website, palacosclothing.com. All right, and um, are there any questions from like the Is audience? Is there any questions on there? No. You told me that like, when, when did you start Palacos? I started Palacos in 2016, May 2016. 2016, yep. and, and you told me that recently the company's undergone like a acquisition merger. or yes. a merger partnership of some sort. With proper, yep. Yeah, so tell me more about that. So with that, like we have more of an infrastructure of backing from a company to be able to produce collections now. Who's it with? Uh, proper. 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 Okay. Proper, proper has, is, we merged with Proper finally, and I, my, it's always been a dream to merge under a bigger company so mm -hmm. we can get more infrastructure and more of a vision and more of like a place to be able to retail out like how we're doing right now basically yeah. so it's been a really good merger and i'm learning a lot already i mean it's only been like a month now oh wow it's yeah, fresh like super fresh oh super wow. fresh so it's it's uh developing you know constantly and it's like it's a it's a great learning experience for sure so what um what why did, why did you want to go through a merger process i wanted like, i want i know I you wanted the infrastructure yeah. but like i guess why people would ask you like why didn't you just do it yourself so i guess like, I, I wanted to because I, I, with me uh-huh i know i'm gonna have more than one palicos is just the first brand uh-huh i want to have so many more wow because you know? i, I okay, know so that. you're not putting like all your eggs in one in this basket is, yeah. this is my this, only good this, idea no, yeah, yeah this is okay. like just one of my awesome ideas you know yeah. what i mean like like how pharrell was, was ice cream wow. bbc mm. same concept yeah you know i want i, I just want palicos to be a successful brand and i'll do whatever it can whatever we can to do that and i think a merger for a, a first brand coming up mm -hmm. i think is a cool way to do it so other brands coming up can see like when you merger you can work with other people, you know, other, I mean, you can do it yourself too, which is cool. Yeah. But there's, there's a certain time where you're just like, uh, that I want to be a part of something bigger and a help and a helping hand is like a bigger company helping you with infrastructure. So, so how did that even come about? Like, you, did you present the idea or? Uh, no, I worked, I've been working at Proper for two years now. I was first a sales associate mm -hmm. and just kind of moved up and, you know, and been here for a long time. And um, I was managing at the Abercrombie Kids store and one of the owners, he was told me, he, he brought the idea up of, you know, me living there to work here full time so I can work on designing certain things. And he brought up the idea. And also we want to, you know, merge Palicos or like buy a part of Palicos to be able to, you know, build it up more. And I, I never thought about it, but I've always dreamt of it. Yeah. <laughs> of having that, you know, yeah, that you did always talk about I've that. I've always talked, yeah, I've yeah. always dreamt about that. And then when he came up, he came to me with the, the, the opportunity. I was just like, no questions asked. Like, no questions. This is what you want. This is what I want it. Yeah. And this is what life is present. Like literally life was just like this to me. And when life does that, I feel like you just got to take it and just upgrade so it. How, how do you that. structure your goals? Do you write your goals down? Yeah, I have to, I have to make this five-year plan every mm -hmm. five years or it updates sometimes too but mm -hmm. five-year plan of different goals that i want to do and want to succeed in for palicos it was more just like you know be relevant on on social media and try to make sales but just now it started to become more relevant to, in my eyes to be a part of more retailers and be more retail based and like mm. be a lot more not sales focused but like infrastructure focused to make this company work for sure wow yeah
But goals-wise, another way, another way I, I do goals is write it down. Like I have this little note. I mean, that's like cliche, but yeah. we have this like notebook where you say thank you ten times a day, and then all, uh, for for like my number nine, I always put like all my goals that I want to do for that day. Or for so you week. write thank you ten times, and mm-hmm. then on the ninth thank you, you write your goals. Goals thank yeah, you yeah. for my goal. Goal, yeah. Thank you for like whatever goal it is, and then because like the first one. Like it, it's a, it's like a little method that you do to attract more, I guess, betterment for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like um, you say thank you for something, but then you say the why of why you're thankful for why it. Why you want it. Yeah, why you're thankful for it. Oh, why you're thankful why for you're it. Why you're thankful for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just more of a place of, of gratitude. Gratitude, yep. Gratitude. That's, yeah. Hmm. It's got me thinking. Uh, I guess my next question is, uh, hold on, let me formulate. It's okay. Any questions in the Q and A? Japanese. Oh, <laughs> can't read that. My mom is there. <laughs> yeah, your mom's watching it. <laughs> oh, but the okay. So with this collection, though, I do I did want to say with this collection, since it's like the first time we're merging, I wanted to focus on how Palicos came up, and we came up off of social media mm-hmm. and for social media we need internet and for the internet we need wi-fi so more wi-fi please was like the best like oh that's the name of the collection yeah more wi-fi, more wi-fi please, please. Mm-hmm. yeah was the best way to i guess like activate it because mm-hmm. i think like you like you said like when you put a story or a reason for a design to exist it makes people consumers more attracted to it mm-hmm. and that's what i'm kind of focusing on a lot more now too is like making more um attract like mentally attractive collections mentally attractive so it's not just you like it it's oh, yeah. going out yeah it's not you're, going out you're yeah. more like customer focused customer focused it's like oh there's a story behind it that's cool like it's more flowing yeah you know instead and then, of just like bye 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 i got the question so i was saying i was thinking like you said that you worked for proper for two years yes before yes and you just basically showed your value Base, before definitely yeah so how, how are you like making sure that your value was noticed yeah um taking pictures mm-hmm. doing little things that you know not others were doing in the store mm-hmm. like just whether if it's just like picking up dust from the ground or just like just little things to make a store work to me i feel like you just have to do just working there you know mm-hmm. and showing the work ethic and bringing to them ideas and like letting them know that the things i was doing and like Pitching them ideas once in a while, like whether if it's shirts or like collaborations or certain things. Like we've always done pop-ups and stuff, like in the Long for Beach Palicos. location for Palicos in here. Oh, as well as proper? As proper, yep. Okay. Proper Long Beach too. And then, um, you know, I guess from there, they just seen the work ethic and they seen the passion I've, I've really had for the mm-hmm. company for proper and, and for Palicos. And they just decided to give me the opening hand and opportunity to, you know, grow from it. And there's so many more opportunities. Like, being in it now and doing the social media for a fro now, there's even more opportunities that's coming through here that I'm, like, now realizing, like, wow, that's cool. Like, I'm glad it took me that much time to realize it because I appreciate it so much more now, you know? Mm. So it's, like, 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 it all comes back to the work ethic thing, Yeah, I believe. The more you're in tune, like, with where you first came from, and appreciate everything around it, it's gonna bring you more value. It's gonna bring you so much more because 
you're showing out your value to. So. Yeah, it's all about attitude and, and perspective. Definitely. Because, you know, we can all look at the same exact situation. Right. You know, you could have looked at it as like, oh, man, I got this job at a retail yeah. shop. Yeah. And uh, it's not, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not yeah. rich. You know? I'm not getting paid enough, I'm not getting paid enough. I'm holding these clothes yeah. for nothing, man. Yeah, like, exactly. You could have no. looked at it like that. You were like, no, I'm going to take this. Yeah. I'm gonna take this lemon right. and yeah. I'm gonna squeeze it as hard as I can as and make can. the best lemonade exactly. I possibly can. It's all about perspective. 100%. It is. Rather than taking the lemon and squeezing it in someone's eye. Exactly. You know, and True. just crying about, crying about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, use what you have mm -hmm. and manip not manip synergize it to the maximum. Synergize it to the maximum. Oh my God. I that love good. that. In quotes. Uh, <laughs> synergize it to the maximum. All right. I, I think on that one, we. we, we we can end it on end that. It, yeah, on that note, that was perfect. That was, that was okay, great. good. All right. Thank you for listening to Offstage with Jordan Baylor. Now go forth and create.